friend Leah Fortner, and I am joined today by our channel Laura Morante and our guided meditation and spiritual healer Dodie Mitchell. Hi, ladies. How are you today? Hi, Leah. I'm great. Thank you. Doing good, Leah. Happy to be here. Laura. Okay, wonderful. I'm very happy to be here too, and. I know I'm personally taking a time out from a crazy summer camp with two kids in elementary school, and I've all of a sudden become a full-time teacher, and life has shifted dramatically for me, so every moment has become a state of surrender, and I know that each one of us is having a very different experience, even just the three of us on the show today, and we also have people tuning in from around the world, from Spain to Italy to the United States, and, and each country is varying so much in their collective experience, and, and like I said, individually, what everybody's facing, um, it's so different, so I think that's part of what's so beautiful, uh, that we're tuning in and holding this space so that we can kind of weed through those distractions and those different, uh, you know, experiences we're having in our life and, and find that collective experience of what's really in the core and what's really holding us together. And, and that's a lot of times where I really get from this. So I just wanted to touch on that and welcome everybody from all the different spaces that you come from and every different experience that you're having right now that we can just join together in this space. I'm super grateful for that opportunity and for this space that we're holding. And on that note, uh, we're going to just hand it right over to Jody so we can all take some deep breaths and come into a clear space of reception and see what our messages are today. So, Jody, you want to take over for us and lead us in? Thank you, Leah. So welcome, everybody. I invite you to find your comfortable space, whether you're sitting or laying down or maybe walking around, whatever it is that's bringing you peace at this moment, go deeper into that space and take a deep breath with me in through your nose and letting it out through your mouth and taking a few more breaths just like that in through your nose deeply. And as you let that breath go out through your mouth, just let your body settle. Let it settle. Let your shoulders come down. and Just your emotions and your weight of your body settle into wherever you are. I was walking outside today briefly, and it's raining, and the air felt soft and sweet and smelled clear. And I thought of how cleansing the rain was in that moment and I was grateful for that rain. So I want to invite that into our experience now. As you sit and you breathe, just imagine that there's just sweet, cleansing, clearing, gentle droplets of rain falling all around you. You can create a space around you so you don't get wet or if it feels better you can just let those droplets just run down on your body and imagine that any of the energy that has been around that just feels slightly distressing or disturbing is being washed away by those droplets of rain. Just as you breathe in and out 
can hear the rain trickling down. You might feel it against your skin. And you know that it's taking with it out of your energy field, out of the surface of your body. It's taking anything down, down to the earth. And it's just feeding the earth with that. The earth is accepting all of that energy that it's clearing for you. And she's just accepting it into her where she can take it and turn it into new growth, to new beginnings. So taking another deep breath or two in through your nose and then letting it go through your mouth and just allowing that image of release of the rain trickles down and clears your energy field, clears the air around you, cleansing and clearing. Allow yourself to settle a little more gently into your heart. And from this space, heart space, place of settling in, open up, open up to the message from spirit. Allow those words and the energy that the words carry to settle into your heart space. Receive in any way that is possible for you in this moment. And Laura, over to you, dear mate. Thank you, Dottie. Thank you, Dottie. All right, well, um, <clears throat> I've already set the foundation asking for the message for our highest good. And here we go. As you sit here in this place of contemplation, as you gauge the effect of your intentions on your experience, go deeper into this heart space. Pull your awareness with you. Think from this space in your heart. Now imagine it. Create the image that you are literally tugging on your intellectual focus and pulling it with you into this heart space. Do it in your mind's eye. Shift the dynamic of you. Release yourself from the fear, the doubt, and the uncertainty that is overwhelming the logical mind at this time. <clears throat> because you don't know. No one does exactly which direction this will go. Exactly how we will move through this and what will become of humanity as a result of this. You will not get those answers or any form of clarity as you run around the fearful projections of the mind or integrate the misconceptions of the insecurities of those around you. So, 
in your isolated states of detachment, how do you serve one another? Really see the dynamic here. Go bigger in your idea of your effect here, each of you in your own way, looking to add your energy to the experience. Now, some of you sitting back and saying, when will this be done so I can get back to living? And, and those are the ones that are looking for an even greater confrontation of self. <clears throat> and you know the energy serves you where you are. So figure out where you are. If you're stuck in your mind in the fear, then know that that is the frequency of the field you walk in, the field you create from, the field that you use to engage all life, not just those around you, but all life. For each individual adds a unique frequency vibration to each moment of the human experience according to their human state of perception. So what's that state of perception? It's how you view life. It's how you take it all in and chew it all up and digest it or spit it out, you know? That's what your state of perception is. So how do you do it? Is it wholeheartedly from the logical assumptions that you pick and choose, what your mind will agree is right and wrong and figure out how you react according to those logical assumptions of what's expected, what's necessary, what you think you need, what you think should be. There's no doubt about the bigger picture effect of those thoughts and how this experience confront, um, confronts the validity of those trains of thought. They take you nowhere, you see? So here's the opportunity to get off those trains. Find a new track. Create one if you need to. Think about the early pioneers. Once they hit the mountains, they didn't just stop. Even if it was future generations, they found a way around them, up above and over. So realize that. Heave yourselves up and over it. The mountain of fear you're all facing right now. How are you going to do that? When you can't see the physical structure, you can't build the ladder. But it is here. A mountain of fear. And the balance of the human experience lies on the other side of that mountain. What do you say to that? What if that's how you get each other through this? <laughs> the imagery is wonderful. So once again, here you are on this side of it, overwhelmed by it, overwhelmed by the stature, the structure, the divisive nature of the incline, the steepness of a head. Are you willing to climb it? Do you see what happens? It's a slippery slope, isn't it? As soon as you start, as soon as you get positive in your mind and start to shift those fearful thoughts, what happens? A landslide, right? All of those that were up ahead of you just start tumbling back, start, start tumbling back down, overwhelmed by the majesty of it all and their in 
inferiority complex. You look up and think, I can't. Inferior, fear-filled, limited me. Can't possibly traverse this mountain. And we all know you can't do it alone. And at this stage of the game, you can't do it together physically, can you? So that's off the table. What do you do? Raise your fist at the table and just sit there? Or do you get up, walk away, and look for something else to do? Well, that's where you are now, isn't it? It's not getting easier. It's not going away. The confinement is extending. What's your choice here? Sitting back and waiting for it to pass wasn't working, was it? So is there something, some form of directive here in the bigger picture that you can grab a hold of? What do I do if I can't do the normal everyday things that I once did to feel safe and secure and purposeful in my existence? What do I do? Well, that's what you have to see here. What are your options? Now, your mind keeps telling you what you can't do, right? Can't do this, I can't do that, I can't go there, so I can't help in this way, even if I wanted to. So I have to sit here and wait for it to pass again thinking only with your mind, looking only to the physical, and seeing all of those limits, and feeling confined there, feeling limited, feeling useless, helpless, frustrated, and even con um, confined beyond your will. Now here's the issue. You have the soulful aspect of the, seer of the experience and the human aspect of the experience. And there is awareness to work with from the soulful aspect. The soulful knowing is that there is a desire for freedom here. That each individual soul has come to this earth with a sense of purpose here. And that the human aspect is dictating just how much of that energy of purpose is allowed to be experienced here. And what it's come to is pretty much none. Very few follow their purpose. Very few choose themselves above the collective societal structure of self-denial. Everybody takes the little bits and pieces of purpose that come forward and they fit it into the logical box they can feel in control of. And that is the old paradigm. So here you are now. None of that old stuff works. You can't just intellectually work your way through this one. And that's become obvious, because that's been the approach all along, and you're seeing it. The divisive nature of the ego structure of the current societal definition continues to create the expansion of the energy of resistance to maintaining that paradigm. So who's going to shift it? You're going to wait for somebody out there, some government official to tell you to find your heart center? <laughs> we'll be waiting for generations. So who's going to shift it? Well, it's you. It's your, you and your ability to believe that we do have a collective will. There is a divine dynamic, and the energy says more than any human mind can about the direction of the human experience.
So pay attention. Assess your surroundings. What do you have to work with? Each other. Soulfully. Intuitively. <laughs> telepathically. Compassionately. Engaging in a higher conversation. Engaging in a higher communing of will. You all do it in your own way. So many of you right now praying for this one or that one, going through the disease, experiencing the isolation, facing their mortality alone, many. Valiantly challenging the system with their existence. Believe that about the bigger picture, the purpose of these souls that have come together in a collective effort to wipe the slate clean for humanity. Whatever details your mind looks to focus on as far as practical rationalizations and acceptance of the situation or denial and resistance of it, whatever game you want to play as far as the experience you manifest in your individual lives, that's yours to choose. But no matter what model your mind is holding on to, it's still a matter of reconnecting with truth, of illuminating a path forward built on the light of the loving connection between us as souls. If that is a bigger picture truth, if that is the inevitable path for humanity, then it is up to the individuals experiencing physicality well, to believe in it and then to dig deep beneath the surface of their attachments to their ego personas and find that soulful sense of purpose. To hold on to their awareness in that space as the mind tries to pull them back into the negative bias of the intellect, of the intellectual patterns of thinking. Feel it. You know it and you see it in those around you and your children as they engage this world and the mind begins to become their own enemy. See it for what it is, an experiment that has taught us much about the need for divine integration of higher awareness, the need for the body-mind to be open to the intuitive intelligence of the higher self. Look for the signs. Be open for a different kind of conversation occurring somewhere deep down in the gut where that soulful awareness is. Look at it in any way you choose to look at it. See tiny little angels guiding you forward. See a direct expression of quantum mechanics in your field. Let yourself believe it is you, the essence of the pure energy of you. But whatever it is you need to create in your mind's idea of this powerful energy of purpose, 
create it. And then then devote yourself to it. <laughs> For what else is there in this moment? Trying to hold on to what once was as the world around you shifts, changes, and redefines itself. Don't you see this is your opportunity? Test the field. Test it. Go the difference, distance with this. With no practical rationalization, believe in the profound effect of extending yourself energetically into a space of co-creation with all souls without any projections of your human desires for what once was, but rather in an open space to see what could be, to be curious about what there is available to humanity that is yet to be explored even in your own situations, to see if a group of you joining together with an intention to share love and be peace, if that can't in some way shift the energy of the collective human intention. And as that shifts, if that doesn't shift the field of manifestation all around you, take heed dear ones. It is a matter of commitment here. And think about the e ego response to instant gratification. If you all come together in a moment of prayer and meditation, and overnight a miracle happens, what do you do with that experience? Now think about it. Really think about how invested you are in your ego identity and all of the physical world attachments that keep you there. Do you think you would then explore further your ability as souls to connect and create in that way? Or would you say, oh good, that worked. Let's go back to what was. <laughs> you see, you already know it. It's right there in each one of you, even those that know they desire a different life, that know they've been wanting something more soulfully fulfilling but have not been able to approach the fear, no less move beyond it. Yet here you are. Life said, okay, if you can't do it yourself, let me give you a hand. And so you're in a position to create some remarkable opportunities for self-realization. And all your ego wants to do is crawl back into that limited idea of what you once were, that you were unhappy with. Huh. What is that? Complacent comfort. It's interesting how fearful the human mind is of change. And yet, how gloriously the soul creates change in the human experience through confrontation. It is the evolutionary step needed out of attachment to the ego identity to surrender to a soulful awareness, to surrender to an unknown in logic, 
and then even better to be excited and curious as to what you can create from here. When you look at all the souls that have given their life for this experience, this is how you honor them. You go deep into prayer. They feel it, they do, each one of them. And you thank them and you honor them by committing to be love, by committing to hold all souls in an energy of compassion that doesn't allow this distance between us. You honor that you understand now that they join together in resistance, in resistance to the continued creation of a world at war, of societies that create animosity in their individual um, communities. See it. Where in you are you holding on to the angers of the past, of the frustrations from the expectations and the judgments, and let it go? This is the time to look at each other through the eyes of unconditional love to really, really let go of all that convoluted, judgmental thought patterns of the previous generations. To dive deep into that heart center that connects you as souls. And to reflect on that limitless nature. There is so much to explore here as far as intuitive intelligence. Don't fear the word. Embrace your truth. You all have the ability. Uncover it. Discover who you truly are. Limit the amount of time you allow yourself to engage fearful thoughts. That's the key. You want to know how, that's the key. You'll, you'll find your mind creating rationalizations as to why you should stay in fear. You'll find that ego defining rationalizations and justifications for staying angry. And as long as you do, you won't hear the divine intelligence that can help you feel peace. It's true, and it's there for you, and it is all a matter of focus. So once again, find your heart center. Once again, remove your awareness from the thoughts and bring it to a space of curiosity that believes there is intuitive intelligence in each one of us dying to get through, looking to break free and inspire a sense of higher purpose in the moment in each individual on the earth. You've been giving your energy away to old systems to old paradigms, to old fearful constructs. Now it's your moment. It's your time to create your reality. It's your time to create your peace. And it's your time to believe in the quantum connection between all souls and that when each individual creates their peace and shares it in the field, we will wrap this world in that frequency and will sustain it to the point where they can't go running back to the fear. It's too far from where we choose to live. 
right, Leah? Wow. <laughs> Laura, that was so much and so beautiful. And I, there was like so many components of that that I would even like want to tap into, but I almost feel like I want to listen to it like 10 more times just so I could personally download all of the different like levels that took us through. Like, for one, like in the beginning when you took us to the visual of like the mountain and like imagining, you know, like a different time period of facing that and how it used to be, like, but that was just like such a grand connection for me in, in that moment to just really resonate with how powerful and how, oh, sorry about that, how powerful and how overwhelming fear can be, especially in these times that are like triggering us to a transition. You know, it's like there is this opportunity underneath it, yet there really is this overwhelming, influential experience of fear. And as you were talking, I was kind of like wondering, I like wanted more. I'm like, okay, yeah. like, how do you maneuver that? You know, and I feel yeah. <laughs> That's what they want to say. That's why you said this. This is amazing. They're giving me the visual. Are you ready? I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Thank you. Okay. There you are now. Visualize it. In your mind's eye, you're standing in front of the mountain alone. Each of you in your individual unique experiences, looking at the grandness, looking at the extravagance of the journey and wondering, how do I climb that mountain? And so in thought, you're using the image of your physical body. Now, each one of you close your eyes, each one of you go to this place right now, where for a moment, you see yourself standing in front of this mountain alone. And then as you close your eyes, feel the essence of your pure potential rising up out of that body. As you release yourself from your idea of being limited to that body, and you engage this energy of purpose in your heart center, breathe deep. And with every breath, imagine you're filling up like a balloon. Imagine your love for humanity is that breath that fills you. And as you reach out in prayer to those souls that you know and love, you take a deeper breath and you float higher. And you start to realize that you are all breathing in that same divine energy of pure connection and love for one another. And soulfully, you feel that confidence that comes with the camaraderie ship of a, of a combined purpose. Go the distance with the image and start to see the ethereal cells rising up out of the bodies, joining together as light. And as you do this, what you realize is that mountain disintegrates in and of itself. It never was really real. All right. All right, Leah. Did I lose Leah? Dodie, are you there? You gotta be kidding me. Oh my God, what's going on? 
I don't know what to do. I can't hear anybody. All right. Um, I'm going to ask Dodie and Lee to hang up and call back. Um, and I'm going to do a little bit more channeling. I don't know what's going on with the connection, so I'm going to just keep channeling. I am recording it separate from the um, blog talk, so if it's cutting out now, um, the future upload will be clearer, okay? So let's take it from there. All right, as you now go forward in your individual experiences, looking to find some validation in your personal life of the effect of this state of mind, of pure faith in the divine relevance of your continued state of hope, you will see moments occurring around you pure instances of soulful connection. Feel the relevance. Listen to the intuition. It is shifting. And so much of the knowingness that is occurring within will illuminate a truth here of an interactive dynamic that's occurring. Remember this, dear ones, you are in a field, a quantum field. And each one of you are affecting that field. And as you have this experience, you're looking at your daily life and thinking, well, what do I do about this situation here? How do I continue to maneuver and exist if I can't work, if I can't pay my bills, if I can't support myself or my family? This is the real world interpretation of so many situations. And it comes down to this same space, the same space of knowingness that there is something here that is occurring that you can't make sense of and where that doesn't make you feel any better. It does take the heaviness off. And that's where you've got to focus. The incremental shifts that you can create that's all you've got to work with now, and you see that. So hold on to that. It's just a moment, and in each moment you've got to find a way to bring yourself just a little relief, just a deeper breath. Just shift your focus just for an instant when you feel it's getting too intense. Begin to realize that this is the practice of the moment. that as you continue to move through this, all you could do, all you're in control of is your state of perception. And you want to realize that there's purpose there. That if that's all life is giving you to focus on, well, maybe there's something too focusing on it. So if what I'm focusing on is how the thoughts move through my mind and how they create a sense of anxiety and stress in me. Then I'm observing myself, maintaining a frequency of discomfort 
Well, the thoughts aren't giving me any answers. They're not bringing me any relevance of purpose of me. So what is the purpose of spending the day that way? Shift it, right? You've got time to explore this dynamic, so explore it. Just think for a moment. As the thoughts come at me, as they start to take me down, as they start to bring me into this place of uncertainty and doubt and fear, why should I continue to hold those thoughts? Why should I continue to have that experience? You know, if you want to be a rational creature, well then ask yourself the right questions. This way you, you can use the answers to help shift your dynamic. That's what you want to do here. It's all about movement. It's all about creating in the energy. And if you're just repeating in your mind the reasons why you can't create, well, there you go. You're not creating. And as you know, as you've experienced already, that makes you feel heavy, doesn't it? A feeling of stuckness, a feeling of helplessness. And, well, that's not true. There's always something you can do, always something you can shift. You may not be able to heal that person in front of you. You may not be able to shift their temperature or help them breathe. But you're still adding energy to the experience, whether you're standing next to them or just thinking about them, because we're all connected in that energy. So think about it. If I'm in fear for you, what I'm projecting into your field is certainty of a fearful outcome here or an outcome I should be in fear of because I'm so certain that I should be in fear. Play the game in your mind. Use your own powers here. Hold a place of hope. You can hope that that loved one makes it through and comes off the ventilator and breathes deeply on their own. But you can't attach there. There are, there are other ways that these souls are looking to be free now. Hoping for their peace is probably the greatest gift you can give anyone. Then you give them permission to do what they feel they need to do, you know? And that's where you are in this moment, at that point where you are realizing all of you all you really have are your ideas of your experience or or your experience of the experience and that may be the challenge of the moment can you shift your ideas of the experience so you can shift the experience of the experience shift how you experience the situation So the image, the image is powerful. It is something you can use. Keep imagining that as you breathe deeply into the essence of your pure truth at the core of your being, as that energy expands and as you lift, that that thought alone shifts your frequency 
that thought alone releases some of the intensity and the burden of that sense of responsibility to that fear. Many of you have that. How could you interpret the situation other than through the ideas of fear? Well, that's what you're here to explore, don't you see? This is the exact opportunity to challenge this statement. You can turn on the television for five minutes and fill your mind with the fear. Then, then challenge yourself to find your peace. Challenge yourself to shift your focus and see how quickly you can do it. Challenge yourself to take a few breaths and imagine yourself pulling yourself into that heart chakra, releasing the thoughts that keep you stuck in the mind by taking those deep, deep breaths and expanding your awareness of your energetic potential to shift the dynamic of the moment. Breathe until you expand beyond the limits of your physicality and you realize the limitless nature of the energy of you and that mountain of fear in front of you crumbles to the ground, falls away as if it never existed as if it was never real. I didn't know you were here. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I know, I'll be honest. I think the, I don't know, the intensity and the energy took me right out of that for a minute. So I'm, I'm very excited to get to go back and actually go through that visualization with you because it started out so divine. And I'm hoping that everybody else can still hear. And if not, we will definitely fix that moving forward. And you can re-listen to anything um, that you might have missed. Um, but it's definitely just such an intense energy that it took me right out of it. <laughs> um, but it, it sounded like a beautiful guided um, visualization, which I know it's so important to have something to actually practice because a lot of times it's, you know these processes and these intentions are one are one thing being said but a whole nother thing being activated in your life and if you don't know tools to work with it, it can be overwhelming and exhausting yeah. <laughs> um so i think that that was a beautiful tool or um, i appreciate you for bringing that in for everybody Nodi, do you have anything to add? You might have heard more than me. <laughs> uh, I, I think I heard about the same as you, but I want to say more that when it started cutting in and out, and at first I found myself just thinking, oh, I hope this straightens out. I really want to hear the words. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. So the energy is in the energy and not in the words. The words mm -hmm. are just for my head. And you, and they did tell us to drop into our heart, <laughs> you know, and get the logical mind out of it. Just going to sit here and meditate with you because I know whatever is coming through you, I'm getting the energy of that if I can't hear the words. So I did that, and then at one point I just said, uh, it would just be so great to just get just a little concrete challenge out of this. And then everything became clear, and you said, 
to watch the news for five minutes, to watch the fear, and then challenge yourself to get into your heart. And that came clear, clear as a bell. Nice. So, uh, oh my God, I love I, that, Jody. I love that. It's just divine the way things work. So the, the piece of this that really got me long before you uh, um, faded out there for a while was when you said, so we can't be together physically now. So what do you, you know, that's off the table. So what are you going to do? Wave your fist at the table? <laughs> and I thought, you know, in these moments, really, it, it, it's an invitation to transcend the body and the physical limitations to just realize we are together. Yeah, we cannot be near each other's bodies right now, most of us. But that doesn't mean we can't be together. And we are in this together. And, and I, I know it might be really difficult if you're someone who is living alone and so there isn't even that other housemate to say, hey, how you doing? But if, if, if you can bring yourself to sit, to sit quietly and just know that you're leaning into every other soul who's going through this with you, we are all going through this, yeah. each in our own way, together. And that's what I, want I love to that. I love that, Dodie. That was such a perfect way to marry it together in our experience because literally what we're facing in reality right now is the same experience of like, okay, well, we had this expectation of life to be a certain way or we had an expectation of the channel to come through and we could be guided through that meditation. And then you know what? That's not what's happening and that's not what we're being given. So even in every moment that we're facing in our reality, we have the opportunity to face that chance to say, okay, like I can surrender to what is and find my peace and find my heart, or I can choose to object to what is and to resist what is and to go into the fear and to fight what I'm being given, you know? And it's like every single moment and every single thing we do is that choice and that chance, you know? And it's so almost, you know, obviously it's divine <laughs> that we all just face that together, you know, as, as a practice implement and I think that's really beautiful Dodie to point it out like that so thank you Thanks, and I also you know something that you said that you know resonated with me is that like even some people out there as much as like we're all isolated a lot of us have families or partners and there are people out there that are with just themselves and I have some single girlfriends and I actually have a girlfriend in New York who's going through all of that and she has her own little condo and there are certain people in my life that are a little bit more individualized in this experience at least in that way of seeing it you know and so I do think that's a beautiful thing and I've made a conscious effort to just like continually to connect and reach out and create that web of connection whether or not we're together physically um so that was also something that resonated with me that we can create intention to like build that foundation together, even if we're apparently separated in physicality, and that we can all do that and, for each and, other. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it, it, it's interesting because this is this is like a lifetime, a life-size illustration of of how important it becomes to connect spiritually with each other when we can't be in physicality and you could take that beyond uh those we love who are in physical form now in this life and realize you know i mean laura brings it to the channel every day that we we our loved ones who are no longer in a body we can connect with them 
And if we can connect with them, then we can connect with each other, even if our bodies aren't near each other. It's all one. It's all a matter of just being willing to to reach, to connect, to, to be open, to go into your heart, to connect there. I totally agree. I think that that is an uh, important part of what we're doing and that there is so much for us in this time of, you know, seeming disparity and craziness to really dig deep and, and choose how we move forward. And I, and I do believe that's a big part of what this is all about. And I love how we tried to take it away from our logical mind that needs to know how it's going to play out, Laura. And in the beginning, that's one of the things that you said was, that there is no way that we can provide the information that's going to give you the security of how this is all going to unfold in the future mm-hmm. because there's so much <clears throat> up in the air, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to wrap with this, Leah. <clears throat> Unless you have anything else you want to no, bring up. Divine. Okay, all right. No, that's exactly where I was at. All right, here we go. Take the time each day to consider, consider your fellow humans, to think about the different gradations of intensity they're experiencing in the moment, and do bring into your awareness those that have left their bodies for this experience to be fulfilled. Go, that, go the distance with that thought that we are all connected in the quantum field, that there is a part of you on a soul level that is aware on a much grander scale of the purpose of you in every moment. And that it is connecting with that aspect of you that removes the fear, that leaves no doubt in who you are meant to be in the moment and what the purpose of you, the best expression of you, the most effective use of the energy of you in this reality would be. That's what you're searching for now. You can't find it condemning your situation. It is a matter of accepting where we are now and looking for a path forward. And the path will be illuminated by the light of our truth. And our truth will be set free when we let go of what we think needs to be. It is that struggle for the way it was that holds us in place in this moment advance beyond it go to that deep place of connection and pull yourselves out of this together remember the image of the mountain when you expand beyond your field you're never alone don't you see immediately you're aware of all of your friends all of your family yes living and deceased in that field that has enveloped you as a part of all that is, that has enveloped that mountain as a part of all that is, you see? And you realize the illusion of separation that is only in our mind's inability to see through our physical eyes our true divine nature, the limitless nature of our individual energies and where we connect in the field. In the field, don't you see? The fear is the mountain that stands between us. And love immediately 
releases us into the field of co-creation. That's our path forward. That's the light of truth that will bring you into the energy of divine purpose. So challenge the fear every single time it surfaces in your mind. By expanding beyond it. By immediately creating the image of the mountain and breathing deep into the love that you are and allowing that love to expand you into your brilliance, into the oneness. And if you do this together, you'll see that mountain crumbling quickly. Be peace, dear ones. Be truth. And stay in your heart. Okay. All right, Miss Leah. <laughs> Did we lose her again? Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay, so Laura, everything started breaking up again oh. until these words. Remember, dear one, fear is the mountain. And love is the path forward. That's when you became crystal clear again. Oh, man. All right. Well, you know what? I did record it. <laughs> I will upload the clear recording. I am so sorry again. This is so crazy. But I'll upload the um, clear recording. Leah, thank you for being here, even though I know you're not or you were. Um, Doty, thank you so much for holding the space and doing the meditation. Uh Thank you, Laura, for being the channel to bring this beautiful message through. And I know we heard what we needed to hear, and we assimilated the energy of all of it. So um, I look forward to listen to the recording uh, online. But um, thank you so much. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Be peace. Be safe.